Welcome to Beyond the Kessel Run, your Run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm still the Kessel Runner. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 14, Running for a Charity. Is it for me? Now the Run Disney race you're looking for is sold out. The half marathon is sold out. The challenge is sold out. The 10K is sold out. The 5K is sold out. What are you going to do? Well, if you didn't get in, there is hope. You can sign up for a charity and make your run count. I've had the privilege of running for Run Disney Charities three times. I ran for the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend for the AT Children's Project for two different years. And I ran Run for Our Sons for the inaugural Star Wars Lightside weekend. Now these opportunities were very rewarding experiences for me because I had a chance to be involved in a community that makes a difference. I was able to meet the families that I was running for and to participate in a much deeper way than just running for myself. You know, in a lot of ways, running can be very focused on yourself, your personal records, your time, your pace. And this gave me an opportunity to put my mind on something else besides myself. Now, I know you have a lot of questions, and I hope to cover them all here, so let's get started. So how does it all work? So when you sign up for a charity, you are committing to raise a certain amount of money in exchange for a guaranteed race bib, even if the event sells out. Now, charities usually require anywhere from $500 to $2,000 in fundraising, and that depends on the charity and the race. I know I have seen it as much as $5,000 for the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. So, you know, there's a wide range there, but the minimum is usually $500. And some charities may require you to pay the Run Disney registration fee and some waive the fee, but they're all upfront about what it's going to cost you. So, do you get anything else besides a bib? Well, it varies from charity to charity again, but generally you receive for your fundraising a discount on rooms or tickets. You have a pasta dinner or a get-together dinner, and that's usually free or for a small fee, and you get a team t-shirt. Now, when I ran for the AT Children's Project, um, we got little goodie bags in the form of a cinch bag and was packed full of stuff. So, it, you know, it just depends on the charity, but you do get more than just your bib. So where do I find the charities for my race? So for each Run Disney um, event, there is a set of charities for that event. So you go to the Run Disney event page and then go to registration. And then under the registration tab, there'll be something called either charity groups or run for a cause. Now I think there... Um, phasing out the term charity groups and are going to stick with run for a cause so it'll be either one for right now but so once you click on one of those tabs you will have a list of charities to choose from and you have to click on that charity to go to their page to sign up so you're not signing up through run disney you're signing up through the charity so for example i went to the tinkerbell run disney event page and i clicked on registration then i clicked on run for a cause, and I selected the Michael J. Fox Foundation from their list. 
and it took me to their page and on their page I selected event info. Now like I said that's going to be different because each charity has their own page. But what I found out when I got there was that the 5k was sold out but they had 10k bibs, half bibs, and pixie dust challenge bibs. So that is going to be different for each charity. Not all charities are going to offer the same races, so you need to check out each charity's events event page. Now, some charities are really popular, and they're going to, um, their bibs are going to sell out first, so, you know, it's always good to check them all, and you might want to run for a charity that is not as popular, and it is uh, just as rewarding. So how do you raise the money? Now I know it is hard to ask people for money. It's hard for me to ask people for money, especially in an economy where people are struggling just to pay the bills. But it is doable and here are some tips that I have for you. One is set your goal. Are you shooting for the minimum or would you like to give more? You know you need to be sure and have that goal written down because we know that a written goal is an achievable goal. And you need to be upfront with everyone also on just how much you need. You need to start the process early. Join your team as soon as you can. Don't hesitate because this gives you more time to raise funds. You know, you need time to train just like you need time to raise money. And you need to personally connect to the cause. So if you believe in the cause, then your enthusiasm will shine and bubble through and others will believe in you and want to give. And that's what you want. So, you know, that's why I went and checked the Michael J. Fox Foundation for the Tinkerbell race because my cousin has um, Parkinson's. And so I'm personally connected to that and I want to run for that charity at some point in the future. So another um, tip about raising money is to level social media. You know, engage your friends on Facebook and Instagram and show them um, what you're doing to raise money. Uh, put a face on the fact that you're raising money. And, you know, you're already on those social media anyway, so use them for your charity. Um, another tip is to use your team's resources. Now, those charities are, you know, they're really good at raising money. It's what they do, right? And so they already have a lot of resources for you on their webpage. And so you need to use those. And they also have a way to, so you can visually show your progress and you can send people to um, your uh, fundraising so they can give anonymously if they want to do that. So be sure and use your team's resources. And lastly is to be creative. You don't have to just ask people for money. You can think of other ways to do it. Like I raised most of my charity money through garage sales and yard sales. Um, that was easy for me to do and I didn't mind doing it and you know it was very fruitful. Uh, I've heard of uh, doing raffles. Uh, you know maybe you can use your talents. Are you, do you sew really well? Well make running skirts or tutus or maybe you knit and you can knit scarves. So you know, give people something that they get in exchange for your donation and use your connections. You know, we all have that favorite bar or that favorite pizza place. Maybe they would work with you and have a charity night where a portion of the sales goes to your charity. You know, I met a girl at one of the AT uh, weekends uh, that I was running for. And she had a bowling night at her favorite bowling alley. And she raised thousands of dollars for the AT Children's Project that way. That is amazing. And that's thinking outside the box. And sometimes you have to do that. 
So it all comes down to should you do it? Well, if you really want to run in the race and it's sold out and you're willing to donate the money if your fundraising falls through, because that is an important point that you know, you're going to commit to that $2,000 and you're going to have to pay for it if you don't raise the funds. So if you're willing to commit to that, then yes, I say you should do it because you'll be receiving benefits that are far greater than just running for yourself. You know, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be a part of a great team. You're going to be inspired and you're going to have, you know, satisfaction of, you know, doing something for others and not just yourself. You know, you have to look at your running as the gift. You are training and participating to help families who you may never meet, but who need you. And that's what makes it all worthwhile. And just talking about it gets me excited, and I'm ready to run for a charity again. And I hope that, that you decide to do it. And if you are, let me know. And let's get in touch, and I can help promote your fundraising. Let's do it together. Now, um, next week, we'll be finishing off March with uh, tips for layering in the crowds. We have the dark side and the Tinkerbell race coming up where you still have the opportunity for really cool mornings. So I call it a deep dive into layering. You know, we talked about episodes 11 and 12 about being weather-wise, so we're going to, you know, get more into that next week. And if you enjoy uh, my podcast, please share with your friends and family because I enjoy having you here. And I would love for you to follow along on Facebook. I'm at The Kessel Runner on Facebook. And my blog is www.kesselrunner.com. And there I have a tab for podcast, And you will have all the uh, supporting information for each podcast on my blog. Now, if you have a question or if you want to tell me about your experiences, please email me at kesselrunner 77 at gmail.com. So that is all for my Run Disney Galaxy this week. May the force be with you.